I think we're living in an incredible, amazing era right now where people have instant access to information and research at their fingertips through technology. People are more informed and that sets a trend of lookings or food items that are better for you. Welcome to Our Food Journey, a podcast by Hormel Foods. In each episode, we speak with people making a difference in our food system. Functional food has been a major trend over the last decade. Nowhere has that trend been hotter than in the beverage industry. Grocery aisles are now filling up with beverages promising better mental acuity, health, and increased athletic performance. Few know this trend better than Francisco Parada Rebel. He's overseen over 250 formulations, including dairy, plant-based proteins, teas, and juice-based drinks. Francisco is now the Director of Beverage Innovation at Cytosport, where he's responsible for managing, formulating, and commercializing new ready-to-drink beverages for the Muscle Milk, Evolve, and Cytosport brands. We hope you enjoy this conversation between Certified Master Chef Ron DeSantis and Francisco Parada Rebel. Hello, I'm your host, Master Chef Ron DeSantis. Today I'll be talking to Dr. Francisco Parada Rabel. Francisco is the Director of Beverage Innovation at Cytosport Incorporated. Hello, Francisco. Hello, Chef. It's a pleasure to be here. It's good to have you. Francisco, just as we get rolling here, tell us a little bit about Cytosport. Who is it? What do you make? I know you made over 250 formulations. What's going on there? <laughs> well, uh, we are the makers of Muscle Milk. That's the flagship of our company. But really, it's divided into three main brands. Uh, we have our Cytosport brand, uh, which targets the high-end athletes. And we have different options going from pre Workout during workout and after workout. Of course, the, the flagship muscle milk going uh, from 20 grams of protein per serving all the way to our Pro Series line, which offers up to 32 grams of protein per 11 ounce serving size. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, our recently added Evolve line, which is our vegan, uh, all plant based offerings also in, in ready-to-drinks, powders, or bar options. And I know that's really good because I just tried one. I know how good that is. I know you did. <laughs> Thank um, you. So, so that's, that's great, the, the background on that. So can you, you know, tell us, tell us a little bit about your first food job, your first job in food. Gee, that's a great question. Um, I would say back in grad school, I had the opportunity to work with not only a mentor, but now a second father to me, Dr. Alvarez. Dr. Alvarez at the time was appointed the director of the Food Industry Center, which as part of the Food Science and Technology Department at Ohio State, uh, serviced different industries. We would uh, teach them how to make cheese and how to process milk and, and other daily products. So in addition to my main research, which was milk processing and chemistry, I had the opportunity to get my hands on all these other side projects, Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of fun. So, you know, it's good to hear that. So now, you know, somewhere along the line, you got interested in food. So did it go way back? I mean, what happened way back that made you kind of interested in food? 
I think somehow I have always been attached to the food industry. My family comes from Oaxaca, which in my opinion is the best Mexican food, not only because of its variety, but also the different flavor profiles. So I grew up with all these different flavors uh, during family gatherings and just enjoying great tasting food. My grandfather was a chemical engineer, but he worked all his life uh, for the food industry. I have great memories of my grandma taking us to this chocolate factory growing up where my grandpa was the general manager and we would eat chocolate out of the line. Oh, so uh, you lived Willy Wonka in your childhood. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So um, so your your grandfather was involved in the chocolate factory? Yeah, he was, uh, he was a chemical engineer, but he had different roles throughout his life, but uh, mainly focused in the, in the food industry. And oh. when the time came uh, to make a decision, I heard about this major called food engineering. So mm-hmm. I really wanted to become a, a chemical engineer, but uh, this, was, this major was different because it will have all the uh, subjects uh, that a chemical engineer would have, but at the end you get to play with the food, so you get to see the reaction happening before your eyes, and to me that was just fascinating. Yeah, that's great. So you get, you get to do the engineering element, and you get to eat what you're engineering. Absolutely. Oh, that's fantastic. You, you grew up um, experiencing these flavors and tastes and, you know, how do flavors and tastes and food play a role in your life, in your day-to-day life? It's a major component in my life. I think uh, flavor is of paramount importance. Not only brings people good memories, but there are also some neurotransmitters that are released in your body uh, when you eat good comfort food. So, yes, flavor and taste are of paramount importance on what we do. You're right. And for me, being on the on the chef side of it, trying to capture and evoke memories in, in guests. But then the other side of it is, am I able to give you something that creates this kind of memory and this experience. So you start to think about that and you think about, so why, why is food important to people? And I think you hit on that, that whole sense of memories and emotion, because food is very emotional. So let me, let me, let me tie it back into to what you're doing right now. So, you know, you, you're, making, you're making drinks, you're making beverages, and you're making um, protein additives for a variety of things. So in the drink choices, people are trying different things. Is, are you seeing that? What are they trying? You know, how does that tie into to the kind of work that you do? Um, that's, uh, that's very important. Uh, there is a lot of research that goes behind on what we do. Uh, a lot of research when it comes to consumer insights, flavor preference. Baby boomers might not like the same flavor profiles as Yen Xers or millennials. So I guess it all starts with the consumer and uh, their acceptance to certain flavor profiles. And then we build from there. We build... Uh, a product that delivers not only functionality, but the macronutrients that they need to achieve their specific goals and objectives. 
stay stay with this stay with that for a moment so functionality i mean that's something that you hear about functional foods and you know people like to you know people are realizing that yogurt has a function it tastes good but there's a function to that so you know talk talk about your role as a as a food scientist and what is that whole idea of food functionality what does that what does that mean on the development side of it and what does it mean to the consumer that's that's a great question and i think food science and product development is part art and mm-hmm. part science and the reason i'm saying that is because if all starts with the consumers and the flavor preference uh, yet flavor is somewhat subjective to people's preferences on the other hand you have to make sure that the product you are developing is safe to consume, is consistent from lot to lot, and stays stable during its shelf life. So there, it requires a deep understanding of uh, not only the ingredients going into that system, but the interaction between those elements. The trend now, uh, when you when you think about functionality, you you, you think providing a benefit for a specific purpose people can achieve those objectives and or their potential people are more and more trying to incorporate uh, more protein into their diets and other functional elements but other functional elements but protein is of paramount importance um, and it plays a, a big role in, uh, in functionality because it's not only the building blocks of organs and muscle it's a fuel source and it's involved in, in a lot of biological functions in our bodies great great it's gonna I, I'm gonna shift a little bit and and um, kind of kind of interested about what you do and and things so it, so you know, we talked about you going into that. When, when did you when did you think and, and realize? When did you know that this was the career path you wanted to go? That's a, that's another great question. Um, I have to admit, when I finished my bachelor's degree, I, I just had this sense of not knowing anything. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I, mean, I was the best engineer of my class, but it was my mom who suggested, "Hey, you should." go out there, uh, travel, and maybe get a degree or a higher education degree. Um, so that, ins- that inspired me. Um, uh, throughout my life, I've been uh, scaling up this professional ladder, going from scholarship to scholarship. And to my surprise, I got myself another scholarship that allowed me to start a master's degree at Ohio State. And that was probably the best decision ever made in my life so let's say somebody was considering a a career path similar to you what advice would you give them probably one of the best advices i ever received was to, to to get inspired through education and what i mean by that is that i learned that the fact that you probably don't learn it in school that doesn't mean it cannot be creative. So definitely stay creative, stay focused, and be consistent. That's good advice. That's very, very good advice. Uh, can are you, are you at liberty to tell us some of the things that you find through the research that you do in terms of trends of food? 
Absolutely. This uh, farm to table, uh, people want their, their food mini meal process. Yeah. Uh, um, but what I say is that big food can be good food as well. And I think a great example is Evolve. That's a project that is close to my heart. Uh, only 11 ingredients. So it's clean label, that is shelf clean. stable, uh, with 20 grams of protein coming from all plant based. Um, that's that's good food. That is, you know, and and you you just you just touched on something that is an important uh, important an important topic, and um, you know the the idea of big food um, because I, I know that you and I realize big food doesn't mean bad food. There's a there's a lot to be had when we take a really hard look at it. And if it's a good company, they're going to look at all the right things. They're going to make the food uh, simple. They're going to make it clean. They're going to make it affordable. Um, they're going to be stewards of an, our environment. So, you know, I'm, I'm fully uh, in, in tune with you. I, I think that the, you know, big food is not bad food. So I appreciate you bringing that piece up. Um, is there any other, you know, topic, any kind of thing that's like burning on your mind that he's like, I got to tell this guy this one thing thing and you want to uh, that you can tell me about definitely stay tuned because uh, i believe our best tasting evolve so far is coming up and you know that that is in the beverage sector you have uh teas you have yerba mate you have kombucha you have juices you have spritzers i mean there's so many things that are happening out there uh and it's something that that we have to pay attention to water by itself today people don't just buy water um they buy smart water because there's something in that that helps you out so there are all of these different options and these different things and i think we're living in an incredible amazing era right now where people have instant access to information and research at their fingertips through technology. People are more informed, are educating themselves, and that sets a trend of looking at beverages or food items that are better for you, that help you achieve your particular goals. Either if you are a high-end athlete all the way to an active parent like myself and trying to keep up with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, one, one project that comes to mind that is really close to my heart is how we came up with Evolve. Uh, for years, people have uh, done research on dairy proteins. And so I think overall there is a very good understanding on how these proteins will behave in a a liquid environment and over a course of a chef life. Um, I don't think there is much research when it comes to plant-based proteins. Mm -hmm. And those, uh, to incorporate that into a beverage uh, can be very challenging because Mother Nature never gives you the same product from crop to crop. So you have to adjust and, and take that into account to deliver a consistent product from lot to lot. So with Evolve, believe me, we tasted at least a hundred different type of pea proteins with different functionalities and different flavor profiles. And we finally chose the one with the best flavor 
that gave the best functionality to the finish drink. And that along with the uh, uh, other components going into that system, I think I'm very proud. I'm very proud. I wouldn't, I wouldn't work on something that I wouldn't serve, serve myself to my kids. Well, Francisco, thank you very, very much. It has been uh, great talking to you about, uh, about the, these, uh, these subjects. Thank you for joining us on Our Food Journey, a podcast by Hormel Foods. We hope you enjoyed this conversation between Ron DeSantis and Francisco Parada Ravel. For more information about Hormel Foods and our engagement with our partners and customers, please visit hormelfoods.com.